This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Mole from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. So this one's going to be about a fairy tale wedding where everything was going perfect and then unfortunately it didn't go to plan. There's a divorce and a separation. What can you do now? Well, the first thing to think about is obviously you're tying up all the loose ends. So if you've got a shared rental agreement, you want to make sure that the ownership's transferred to the, the agreed. Like you don't want to feel confined to the person that you live with. You want to change that. The other thing is insurance policies. You want to make sure that um, it's put in your own name because it could start contributing to your credit rating um, where if you're not making payments and it gets to the point where they have to chase you up over debt and you had no idea, then it plays its impact. Uh, the other thing with relationship property is they, the whole objective is to treat it equally. So if you had separate property and it was treated as separate property where they weren't contributing, a good example would that be would be inheritance. But as soon as the inheritance become part of relationship property where you both use it, then you can't use that as separate property. So you actually want to make sure that anything you own that you don't want to share with your partner is clearly stated either in a contracting out agreement where you've said, hey, we agree this is our assets. We've got two independent lawyers because that's what you got to do with a contracting out agreement. So before you break up, you have a talk commonly referred to as a prenup. You have a chat, they go after their lawyer, you go after your lawyer, and then you come back. The other thing, though, is you want to make sure that contracting out agreement is updated. So similar to a will, there could be a change in circumstance. You could have a child. So if that contracting agreement doesn't take into consideration the child, then it's not as airtight as you might have hoped that it could be. But once again, there's all these different well-paid lawyers that are finding strategic ways to get around different things. So you always want to make sure communication is your number one form of resolving any issues. But if you can't resolve those issues, you can get a court order. Um, so obviously you go to the court, they they decide, hey, this is how the property administered, and then that's, that's the way it is. That's just how it is. Um, so obviously people try and resist that. Uh, but once again, once it's legally set up, but you don't necessarily want to get to that situation because people have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars with court proceedings, with solicitors, and and it just it hasn't been pretty. So communication would be your number one default line. Uh, the the other thing to think about is obviously is how it's divvied up. So if the an important thing would be children, for example. You can go to a, a mediator that can help arrange um, who's going to look after the children and how that's going to work. Because it's a complex issue. And then the another thing to realize is that. Uh, just there is also taking in consideration a non-financial contribution to relationship property. So let's say one of you was the majority breadwinner and then the other one was staying at home looking after the kids. 
So you would think in your mind, okay, well, I've been contributing a significant amount because I'm bringing home the bacon, as it were, so why don't I get a majority share of the relationship property? Well, the, historically, it had actually been very unfair for the people that would stay at home. And you imagine if you sacrificed your career for the greater good of the family, and now suddenly you've got to look after yourself and you don't have the relationship property there to support you, it's pretty tough. And historically, that was women. So a lot of women um, were really, really um, left out, and it was a real struggle for them. So they try to correct that um, by taking in consideration the non-financial contribution that a partner makes to the relationship. So that plays its part. And the idea is they're trying to do it 50-50, and as fair as possible, it might not be your perception of fair, so that's why you always want to make sure you communicate before you get to the court. Um, and that's the idea. So I'll go a bit more depth in the text to give you a bit more pros and cons of different avenues. Uh, but the idea is that obviously with um, divorce and separation, it is a complex issue. You've got to take into consideration kids. Um, you may see something as separate property, even though they're not contributing, but because you both use it, then then they're obviously potentially entitled to it. So this is a really in-depth question for family lawyers and that sort of thing, but this is just to give you a bit of an overview. And there are services where you can get free consultation. So you could have a seven, six-hour consultation with a family court for free. There's also community law where they enable you to call up and just get some advice. But once again, I have never seen a relationship property instance where people have gotten what they want out of it. There might be someone that's you know got a whole lot of money because they took into the court that they might not have got but once again the emotional pressure i've seen so many lawyers that when they don't feel like they're going to win from a logical sense they start putting emotional pressure on the person so then they all settle themselves so it's just ugly it's messy you want to make sure everything's clear and communicated while you're in a relationship and when it ends the best thing you can do is communicate together and try and resolve it as adults as best you can I know things get very, very messy. But on that note, thanks for listening. And uh, that was Divorce and Separation.